Manimal here. It's Tuesday, June 27th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we update the ALE standings. We've got some opinions on Rangers trade talks. We've got some Rangers news, some minor league news. We've got a box score. We've also got a preview of the next two Rangers-Tigers games. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Thomas and JC, you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. We want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day or even the last listen. Um, This is your boy, Kevin, AKA YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing tonight? And where can they find you on social media? Well, you know, I mean, I'm getting depressed with all these L's piling up in a row. But, uh, you know, still not, not still not on the panic bus just yet. I might, I might take a night off from Ranger baseball tomorrow night just to to give them a give them an opportunity to perform without me watching, uh, <laughs> but other than that, you know, doing pretty good. Uh, as as we both know, uh, um, I've, I've, it's hypercritical that we get this in so I can get to the grocery store mm-hmm. because groceries are important when you're sure. when you're a manimal. But right. so 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 yeah, so uh, Twitter. Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300, and Facebook and TikTok, uh, Bull Pro. You know, like hindsight, like I wish that I would have like just made them all the same. Sure. Like, yeah, like, and then it would have been a lot easier. I could have just been like, this is the one. But, yeah, you know, you live and yeah. you learn. You live and you learn. Um, yeah. What what do we got on the uh, what do we got on well, the ledger not whole, today for not a whole heck of a lot around the league today. Ton of Rangers news today. Uh, got a box score for you, and then we can we can preview these next couple of Tigers uh, games that they've got at home. So really, the only big news we got around the league is uh, welcome back uh, Jazz Chisholm from the IL. Uh, glad to see him back. The pride of uh, the Bahamas. And then he's uh, the he's the pride of the Bahamas until Sebastian Walcott that's right. becomes the pride of the Bahamas because you know what? did you see that four hundred and thirty eight foot hundred and seven <laughs> miles an hour off the bat home run he hit in his first at bat at the A's, at the Arizona Complex League. I mean, Man. the kid, like I look, I I really just put Jazz Chisholm on this. Like there at the top, so I could talk about Sebastian Walcott. <laughs> but but anyways, uh, you know, like I'm excited about that guy. Uh, you know, when when you look around the Rangers uh, infield, I mean, when they're going to be replacing one of those infielders, it's going to be about that time that Walcott is ready. And man, it's going to be exciting whenever he is. Yeah, really pumped up to to see him. It- him out on uh, Instagram. He's got some great clips uh, of some of the stuff that he can do. So, uh, also the uh, around the league, the Angels win. I guess AL West. Yeah, they got a walk the off. News. They walked. Uh, they walked off on the uh, White Sox last night. And a really nice, 
well-played game that I caught the end of. Uh, Dylan Cease was really good for the White Sox, but uh, uh, them, them guys, you know, the White Sox have a lot of dudes that you would think, like, they should score some runs, but, you know, they're kind of in that same boat with that the Rangers are in right now where they just can't get those hits whenever they've when they've got a couple of outs and runners in scoring position, and they're just not coming right now. And the same thing for the White Sox because they they get guys on, they get guys over, but they just aren't getting guys in right now. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, tough loss for the Rangers uh, yesterday, but they still uh, by five games over Houston. Uh, let's talk a little bit uh, minor league-ish news, but it's kind of big news for the uh, Cole Wynn, PCL pitcher of the week tough place to pitch and he was the one of the he was the best one well you know uh change of change of scenery helps sometimes and i think uh maybe the opportunity to start coming out of the bullpen after he's been struggling so much as a starting pitcher uh really did the trick for cole win and maybe throwing off the back of a guy like cole raggins or glenn Otto uh, has helped him as well so, you know, uh, good to see it. Good to see him doing it in spurts for sure. And uh, hopefully he's able to continue this whenever Round Rock picks back up this week. Yeah. Um, and then Owen White, uh, he looks like he's going to make the Futures the futures game. Jack Leiter last year made a lot of noise uh, at, yeah. that, at that game. Little, little surprise that uh, Louis Angel Acuna wasn't also on that roster. Um, I knew that uh, Carter probably wouldn't be on there because of the the time that he's missed. But uh, a little shocked that uh, Kuna wasn't on that roster. It would have been fun to see him out there too. Uh, That is a good point. But, you know, I mean, they got a lot of prospects that they want people to see, and maybe they think there's a chance that uh, Kuna will be there next year to do the same thing. But – when you're wasting options on a kid on the 40, man, you are not that interested in keeping him in the minor leagues for more than one year on that second year of that option. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, one more quick minor league news. Uh, Dustin Harris got promoted. Thomas and him and Thomas, the JC uh, both had good weeks and they made a players of the week list uh, as well, so I'm not exactly sure what list that was, but I saw it on MLB.com. Uh, yeah, Texas League uh, bad hitter of the week, uh, so JC PCL hitter of the week. So the the Rangers Round Rock team swept the awards, and then uh, so JC also just another fantastic week for so JC, a guy that I mean all he does is hit. You know, he started the season a little bit slow, but. Once the calendar turned over towards May, he has really turned it on and uh, and kind of really broken broken free um, and become a really quality hitter. And, and Dustin Harris not only not only get, getting that award, but getting that uh, call up from from Round Rock uh, or to Round Rock from Frisco. And it, I had read where he was working on a few things at Frisco those last couple of weeks. He was there, and uh, they really paid off big time when he got sent up to to Round Rock, and he uh, he takes home that award. So, you know, pretty nice little pretty nice little weekend or little week for the uh, the Rangers farmhands. 
Yep, yep. It was Rangers Farm is in the in the in the mainstream news for the all the right reasons. So um, as and far as other news, real quick, the uh, top hundred list, Jim Callis's top hundred list was updated. The Rangers have a top ten prospect, the first time in a while, and uh, also uh, Jack Leiter back on that list. Mm-hmm. So, so the uh, Rangers starting to move some guys up the the ranks and. Uh, Jack Leiter, who's had a quite the bounce back season, uh, even quite the bounce back second half of the first half of the season, even. Yeah, Jack Leiter was has been really, really good over the over. I guess his maybe last ten outings. Moving on to the big club, uh, Jose Leclerc. I don't know if we talked about this, but Jose Leclerc went to the IL. Yeah, shagging balls. Uh sprain an ankle so that's huh. you know i mean you, you know to, it happens i mean you got a shag so you know something happened missed a missed something you, you don't want to see it happen um no. but yeah, yeah something you know something happened he's probably out there trying to make some diving no i'm just kidding yeah you know it was probably <laughs> a fluke and uh you know uh, didn't want that to happen and uh, didn't want to go to the DL, especially when he'd kind of been pulling himself back together. Uh, so, you know, he'll spend 15 days on there and we'll see what happens after that. Yeri Rodriguez was the call up and, you know, and I think people knew that because we talked about Yeri yesterday and how he probably wasn't the right fit for that game. But, uh, you know, He's, he's the call up. Yeah, he's the call up, and you know they they got uh, they got pieces and they got a roster spot open. So you know we could see what you, you never know what'll happen. And then last bit, well, a couple we did see we did have a Brock Burke signing last night, so uh, we know he's still on the team and and yeah, still and place on the, the team. The explanation for why he didn't pitch much last week was the idea that they were looking for ground balls whenever. They were going to the bullpen, and that doesn't really fit the mo that he has. Yeah, and then last bit of news: uh, Are you interested in <clears throat> Andrew McCutcheon? Uh, like you brought this up off air, and we we both kind of blew up on it. Well, I'm not saying that I'm not interested in Andrew McCutcheon. I, I can't say that I'm not. I'm not not interested in uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, I think the bigger piece that I would be trying to get from Pittsburgh would be either Mitch Keller or David Bedner. Um, if you're trying to force Andrew McCutcheon on me and you're throwing in Bedner and we can come together on the right people going back the other way, I sure. could, I could be talked into it. I mean, I'm not, you know, like, I mean, you, you switch – expiring contracts and Garver and McCutcheon. And then you're talking Davis Wenzel and another piece somewhere from the complex or a ball for uh Bedner. Then that might be interesting, but if you want like Zeke Duran, you can yeah. go blow that out your ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Z, we, and, and where did that, cause we talked on the off air that, that was something that was suggested. Like, where did yeah. that come from? I, I don't know. I think he was maybe the lead piece if if they were willing to go Keller, Bedner, and McCutcheon, then you would think the lead like, but I still like I think the Rangers have enough to do like enough in their system where 
like Zeke Duran is like Zeke Duran's an everyday player on the team right now. Right. And, and I mean, he's much more like much more uh, um, versatile than Andrew McCutcheon. McCutcheon can play left field and DH. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's much else that he can do on this team. And he's not going to play right field with the Dallas Garcia playing out there every day. So, you know, take that other corner away and he plays left field and DH. Duran can spell young. He can spell Seeger. He can spell Simeon. He can spell low. He can spell uh, Tavares and center. You know, I mean, he, he offers a lot more. So uh, if that's the price, I'm not interested in all at all, but if the price no. is like Davis Winzel and, and, a and an a ball kid that, that we've probably, you know, we've talked about a hundred of those a ball kids that have good stuff and that are dominating mm-hmm. down there. And, and we know that, you know, like, but, uh, if if you're talking Duran and and other good pieces for the Pirates, you know, uh, because, yeah, yeah, I'm not really that interested in that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. And it's just kind of a, a wild, uh, kind of a wild thing. Well, you know how the about. internet is, man. I mean, right, you know, but, but they, I mean, Zeke Duran like, would be the best like, hitter look, we, on their team besides Reynolds. We had to like scour the internet to just come up with Jazz Chisholm. <laughs> like there isn't anything going on so you got to start throwing around these fake trade rumors and you know i mean like could i see that chris young has like checked in on andrew mccutcheon and said yeah like you know we got blaine Krim and davis winzel that aren't going to be that aren't going to be major leaguers here in texas will you interested in one yeah. of those guys you know, like, or, I mean, uh, I can see Foskey, that happening. Justin Foskey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and even I think Foskey is entirely too good of a prospect to send back for McCutcheon. Just one for one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah, agree. I mean, like, we could – yeah, no. So, anyway, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, but, like, you start talking about Bedner or Mitch Keller or one of those two guys, and, uh, you know, I'm starting to be a little bit more interested and, and, and you know, but – but not, not just for McCutcheon. Like I'm not, I'm not really that interested in McCutcheon. I mean, I'm not not interested, like I said. But, but like with Duran's emergence, you know, yeah, I I don't know that I'm just like, oh, we got to go find a left fielder. And I just don't think it's that that capability, especially with you know, Carter being close to ready. And I mean, I'm not trying to get rid of Zeke Duran just because Carter's no. close to ready. Because no. I mean, there's been plenty of big time prospects that don't get to the big leagues or get to the big leagues and don't hit. And you know, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not <laughs> saying that you Evan, got a guy that can uh, hit. Yeah, you I'm don't give saying, it up for a guy that might hit. And I'm not saying that Evan Carter isn't going to hit. That's not what I'm trying to imply right there. But there is a possibility of that, and we have seen now for two seasons that Zeke Duran can hit big league pitching. And uh, yep. and just because his numbers weren't there, we saw that he could hit big league pitching last year, and then the numbers are coming this year. So you know, like I mean, yeah, I'm just. But let's move on from that because if I say I'm not interested in trading Duran one more time, I'm gonna puke. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I know something you are interested in. You're interested in what's going on on July 28th. Yeah, yeah. Oh, at a at a big time meeting yesterday afternoon mm. with uh mm. with with the the big the big boss at matt war pro uh we were we were getting everything aligned we had to uh 
I think everybody remembers that before I went on vacation, we had a fire at the uh, at the mm-hmm, old mm-hmm. at the old Texas Roughhouse Studios, um, building four twenty, which mm. is that's just a coincidence, just okay. a coincidence. But anyways, we got together today to get the the rest of the stuff out of that building that we needed for Matt War Pro shows coming up on July twenty eighth. Ultraviolet Dreamers. That's two mm. nights in oh. a row. That's two nights Got in it. a row. But we're getting we're getting ready. We're queuing in on that thing. And uh, just as everybody knows, so far we've uh, we've broke down. We've got several big matches. The biggest, of course, will be Angel Camacho versus Damo McCullough in the first defense of Damo's Trinity River Heritage Championship. And uh, I hope it goes better than Brent's did last month mm. because, you know, we hyped that <laughs> thing up and <laughs> it didn't go well for Brent. But I, I don't feel sorry for Brent. Never yeah. have, never will. No one. No one he'll, does. He'll always be dumplings to me. <laughs> but Friday, July 28th, Southside Preservation Hall, Fort Worth, Texas. But we've yes. got, uh, we've got, Ultraviolet Dreamers coming off of a successful slam and destroy show from May. Ultraviolet Dreamers. I, I did see that uh, that Leo Fox, the guy that I beat up last time. Oh, okay. Good wrestler. He's going to mm-hmm. tag with Jay Alexander, who mm. I, I mm. got talked into giving a second chance. Mm, okay. And uh, they're going to team against Dante Smiley and Chris Lyons. We're not getting oh, Chris Lyons to, versus Dante Smiley, too. We decided no, no. We had the opportunity to put this tag team together, and we're going to give you that because, you know, the match was so good last time that let's, let's, let's have them tag this time instead of giving you a second match. We can get to that. Yeah. What are you doing back there? Are you, like, flying an airplane around? Oh, we had a, had an unfortunate turn of events over here in in the technology land, but carry on. Oh, okay. Well, Friday, July 28th, Southside Preservation Hall, Ultraviolet Dreamers. Our sponsors are all going to be there. We've got Kelly's Onion Burgers. We've got the Ice Cream Lady at Starry's. And we've got the guys from Martin House bringing out the, uh, the ice-cold beverages. So join us Friday July 28th, Southside Preservation Hall, 7 p.m. bell time. Love it, love it. Well, we do have a Rangers box score that we need to talk about. Um, started good, right? Whew, it started good, but, man, that's a that's a tough – you know, we're, we're definitely – none of us are jumping off the, the bandwagon for any stretch – by any stretch of the word. No. That, that, was a, that was a tough game. All around. No, yeah. Uh, tough game uh, to watch. Tough game to tough box score to look at. Yeah, it wasn't. It just, uh, it wasn't great. Uh, I guess the worst part of looking at that box score was uh, getting the W for Detroit as uh, Mason Englert, mm. former Rangers farmhand. So that might that might be the most stinging blow because when the Detroit Tigers took the lead, he was he was pitching. He did give up a. Uh, a leadoff home run or a leadoff fourth inning home run to Adolis Garcia. But other than that, he was pretty solid. Um, 
but we're not talking about the Detroit Tigers. I mean, we are kind of like roundaboutly we're talking about them, but we aren't talking about them per se. We're talking about the Texas Rangers. And and I thought uh, until Heaney threw that last pitch, it was going to be okay, you know, like you know, four to two. It's not the end of the world, you know. But yeah. uh, um, the, the, that Homer killed him. Yeah, and I mean, it was what's that Rogers kid? He, I mean, he misses most everything, and somehow had a couple of hits to to last night. And uh, you know, I it, it it wasn't a good performance, but at the same time, like um, I thought the ball game really changed right there before that sixth inning home run. Um, the Rangers had first and second with one out. Josh Young works a really nice, uh, has a really nice plate appearance. A ball at least, at least off the plate. I'm not saying that it wasn't like this one. Normally, you know, I'm right here to say like the, those robo umps. You're going to hate them just as much as you. But this ball was off mm-hmm. the plate, and and you know, there's a big difference between first and second, two outs, and bases loaded, one out. And things could have changed really big right there if the correct call is made and Young gets that walk. But instead, he gets punched out on what we've what we've talked about all week: balls that are not in the strike zone that that umpire is going to pass on because oh well they were consistent or oh they were. But we've seen it, you know, over and over again. Guys work big time plate appearances and in and deserve that walk. And I'm not saying that the pitcher doesn't deserve the strikeout, but I am saying that because he didn't hit the strike zone. Mm-hmm. But I thought that changed the game big, especially with Garcia flying out to deep left center. There's one run and it's four to three. And then um, Jonah Heim in the next inning against the same pitcher leads off an inning with a single and that probably scores another run, and you're talking four to four, and you've got runners on first and second, and and still only one out. And I, I'm not saying it would have happened that same way. I'm just saying that, like, you know, we didn't get to find out because once again a, a wrong call was made. But you know, it happens to every good team, and the Rangers. You know, we got to see how they bounce back. Uh, <clears throat> you know, when they get that opportunity. We did get to see Brock Burke. Uh, he wasn't awful, but wasn't good either. Uh, Yerry Rodriguez still leaving some balls up, um, but uh, got away with a couple of them last night. And then uh, I thought uh, Bradford was pretty good when he in his two-thirds of an inning with the runner on and coming out of the bullpen for the first time since he was a college kid. Yeah, I would say, you know, it really feels like the um the, the the umpire thing has really only been as of late. I mean, we've had some games off and on all year long, but it really feels like we've kind of had a string now. Well, you don't notice them. You don't notice where, them as much when you're up seven. Sure, sure, but you, you definitely have seen a string of games lately where it, you know where it seems to be a little more noticeable. And yeah, maybe it's these close games. Uh, whatever the reason, it seems to kind of stand out a little bit more than it normally has. Another thing that's kind of going on right now that, that you know, I, I started, I noticed it early on uh, when, when the, when it, the trend kind of started and it's not, we're only looking at, you know, the last uh, seven games right now with Josh Young, but uh, he's, he's struggled pretty, pretty heavily. It's a plate ever since that, uh, 
big game that he had against the White Sox where he, uh, you know, I think it was like six, yeah, and, had like six RBI or six total bases. And in his uh, post-game presser last night, Bochi made mention that there were a couple of guys that needed a night off. And I'm pretty sure that uh, um, Josh Young was one of those guys that he uh, that he met by that. And also, real quick, did you hear um, Dave Valley go soft J on the first name too and call him Yosh Young? I loved it. <laughs> like I was, I, I, I dig Dave Valley. He's a he's an interesting cat. He, him and CJ are so polar opposite. It's so much fun, you know. I absolutely love Dave Valley, man. I don't, I, I yeah, I, I love Dave Valley. I, I didn't know it was him uh, when the first time I, you know, the, the first few times I heard him call. I mean, of course, I knew who he was because, you know, we were, that was during my, my former. Ma- well, and he years. was a Mariner guy too. Yeah. Before yeah. he was a Ranger guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he was on some pretty high profile teams, but when he just cracked me up and I really liked him. And then I found out it was Dave Valley and I, it even made me more happy to know he was an actually an, uh, an ex big leaguer. So, but yeah, he, he calls a fun game, but yeah, Josh Young has really been struggling really with mainly with the strikeouts. Yeah. Uh, really lots over of strikeouts the last, you know, six, about the last week, I would say a little over a week. So uh, yeah. And again, they, they brought up on the, on the, on the game that, you know, he hadn't played, it's probably the most games he's played in yeah. five years or, or so. He, he's right there, right, now. right there now with as the same amount of games as he played the two years ago when he was relatively healthy and more than last year already. Yep. So anyways, moving, moving right along. Um, Josh Young does come out of the, Oh, you got anything else you want to, you want to talk about with this game? I mean, um, uh, no, uh, like, I mean, we could talk about, Garver's three strikeouts or Young's four strikeouts or the 16 mm. total strikeouts, but I don't mm. think we need to. I mean, it was a rough night at the plate, and uh, they they had like a weird night where you know, the Tigers had, went through three pitchers in the first three innings, and mm-hmm. you know, it was just a weird night altogether. But one good thing is between yesterday and the day before that on Sunday, the Tigers have used their whole bullpen completely up. And as we'll talk about here in a minute, when we preview these next two games, uh, they, they're sending guys with big ERAs to the hills. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let me tell you real quick before we get to to our preview of these next couple of games, um, we brought a lot of uh, had a lot of minor league talk over the last couple of shows. So uh, if that's something you're into, you really should subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. Uh, right now, we're right in the midst of our top 40 prospect list, and we will have that top 10 list out to you this week. Um, and on there, we're going to cover all things Ra- uh, Rangers farm system, go over news, box scores, you know, st- a lot of the same stuff you heard tonight, but but a lot more in-depth. We go all the way. Right now, the Arizona Fall League or Dominican Summer League is going on. The, and the Arizona, uh, Complex, Arizona League. Complex League is going on right now. And we so haven't even really talked lot- about it at all. No, we haven't, but we're going to get into that. You're going to you're going to hear about that, as well as A ball, double A, uh, and triple A. So just a dollar ninety nine a month, you can make our podcast your one stop shop for all things Rangers organization wide. So go to our Spotify page or check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, and subscribe. All one, all one word and subscribe today. So let's jump right into our previews for 
these next two games. Uh, first, we got uh, Martin Perez versus uh, what, Eli Manning? No, uh, Matt Manning. Matt. Matt Manning. One of the Manning boys. Uh, Matt, Matt Manning will be coming off the DL to make a start. Uh, the the Tigers, honestly, they, they could really use uh, Matt Manning right now for him to even come back and be what he's been before. Uh, but he's not you – know, he's a pitch contact guy. So, uh, you know, the, there's, there's going to be contact tomorrow. They're not going to strike out 16 times tomorrow for sure. Uh, that's not what Matt Manning does. So, um, you know, expect the Rangers to be making contact. We'll see how that contact goes uh, as – as the thing goes on, but Martin Perez, he uh, um, looking to continue off of a couple of good starts in a row and, and uh, keep that, keep that going. And, you know, he's a much better pitcher at home than he is on the road. And um, I can, I can see him having a really nice game against the Tiger bats uh, this evening. Yeah. And then we also have on Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday. We got Dane Dunning versus Carson Wentz. Uh, again, again, uh, Joey Wentz. Joey Sorry, Wentz. The, so, the last name so had me thinking quarterbacks. The, the, and I don't know. We're maybe, not. Yeah, we're not yeah, talking okay, NFC okay. East quarterbacks. Okay. You know, we're how talking. I am with Nance, man. We're talking Detroit Tiger. We're talking Detroit Tiger pitching staff, but Joey. Joey Wentz has had a rough go of it this year. He's one and eight with a six seventy-two ERA, which is almost the exact opposite of how things have been going for Dane Dunning this year, who is sure. six and one with a two point seven six ERA. He's been fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm I'm right now, as the kids say, uh, because uh, mm-hmm. you know he's putting things together, and I mean. I preached patience with this guy the last couple of years to you and the patience has paid off and he's been really, really good. And hopefully that continues on a Wednesday evening and uh, they've got a Thursday afternoon game, but we'll talk about that before, before it happens. And, uh, and uh, me and me and the, me and my brother will be out there for that thing. How exciting. So, yeah, I mean that. I think that's all we got, unless you got something else before we uh, go ahead and sign on out of here. No, man, just Joey Wentz, one and eight, <laughs> six point seven two ERA. Yeah, we. I, I, <laughs> I'm very, very confident in this Ranger squad over these next three games. Uh, very confident. So don't forget to check us out on social media one more time. TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And don't forget to subscribe to our Down on the Farm with the Boys show, all things uh, minor leagues. That's only $1.99 a month. And don't forget to support us on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, Amazon, Google, you name it. I don't forget Radio. iHeartRadio. Podcaster Network. Pod, yeah, all Pod of them. Zone. All but, of them. All that, so many all platforms. That all that jazz. And also, don't forget to get your tickets for Deaf Breath off of uh, Deaf Breath. And don't so forget to vote. Right. Don't forget to vote for oh. these Rangers. The voting mm. started yesterday morning. The Rangers mm-hmm. need your votes. Keep Toronto Blue Jays out of the All-Star Game starting lineup. They don't deserve to be there. They do not. 
so thanks everybody for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow or day after tomorrow. This is Texas Rangers with the boys. We are signing out.